The Bar Star Podcast, hosted by Stephen O'Reilly, is a podcast about working musicians, their friends, and their opinions. Stephen is a musician in Louisville, Kentucky, who has... Wait a second. This guy's a drummer, not a real musician? Somebody gave a drummer a microphone for his voice? The hell? Unreal. Unbelievable. to another episode of the Bar Star Podcast. I am your host, Stephen O'Reilly. I want to thank you guys for coming back once again to hang out with my dumbass. I appreciate it. Uh, the reviews and the ratings have been awesome. I got more subscribers, and I'm not going to apologize that I took last week off. I needed a break. Actually, my wife needed food, or I needed food. I'm not telling you. Either way, thanks for everything. You guys are awesome. As always, thanks for all the support. Uh, make sure you check out my sponsor, Prophecy Inc., located in the beautiful highlands in Louisville, Kentucky. I have to say Louisville because my buddies always tell me that um, some people that listen to my show don't live here, which is awesome. I have listeners. You can't laugh yet. I haven't talked to you yet. You hush. I have listeners in the UK. Literally! There's an early literally. Uh, seriously, I hope everybody had a good week. I hope everybody is doing well. And as always, I hope you guys went out and did some shit. I am not flying solo today. I have my buddy, who I haven't seen in a long time, but we keep in touch. The one fabulous drummer, very pretty with her feather in her hair. Hey, Miss Angela Lisi, but I'm going to call her Angie because I can't. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming. Thanks for making time. We tried to do this a couple times and it just didn't work out, but that's yes. okay because you're a world traveler and I'm a loser that lives in one spot. I'm an I'm a regional traveler. It's true. World traveler sounds better. <laughs> yeah, it does. We'll just do world travel. Yeah, I travel the world. Yeah, travel the world. That's my dear. How's things, my dear? How's life? <laughs> good. Uh, busy and always changing, but good. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Let's get the, let's get it out of the way girlfriend how's married life oh you know it's pretty good <laughs> i do feel a little shitty though because i haven't met your wife yet she's awesome okay so i'm gonna try and take a trip up to see the family in indiana like in a couple weeks okay. and see if we can spend a day in louisville and i will definitely hit you up because she's an awesome person uh yeah married life is great it's kind of the same i know and nothing, <laughs> nothing changes except the bank account you know true <laughs> true uh yeah, and uh, just finding our boundaries and stuff. But that's – she's easy in many ways. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, no way. I'm just kidding. Um, just no, kidding, I, babe. Not really. Everybody, everybody asked me that when Stacy and I got married. And you know Stacy and I have yeah. been together almost 10 years. A but long time. just got married a year ago. Yeah. So Congrats like, to you, too. Thank you. Everybody's like, how's married life? I'm like, it's the fucking same except this – that right. thing annoys the shit out of me. I can't play with it on. But oh, you can't? No. She get that silicone ring. I have them. So, okay. I have yeah. them. But they look crappy. So yeah. when I'm out, I mean, look at that. That's some bling, girl. That's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Mine's a little that's rose some gold and meteorite. Ooh, that's pretty cool, too. Oh, too special. bad. Y'all can't see this because this is audio only. Can you I see? do like Can that. You <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, for those that don't know, you and I have a very sordid history. Yes. There was that one time we did that one thing. No, I'm just um, You avoided me like the plague because I was recommended to you from several people to give you lessons. Yes. You were like, no, fuck that guy. It's not really what you said, but it sounds good. Right. And then eventually you, you came in and you started taking lessons and you grew pretty quick. You grew very yeah. fast. It was awesome to watch you grow. And then you left me and got in band and toured the region. I know. It's I'm awesome. Sorry. Don't yeah. be sorry. It's awesome. <laughs> sorry I left you. <laughs> no, you're not. You shouldn't be. Never be sorry for yeah. that. Yeah. I left because I got a job. I still had a nine to five. And I got a job in Nashville. So that was the reason for me leaving. Right. And I knew that because you used yeah. to be a meteorologist. I did. That is crazy. You're like super smart it's and shit. It's weird. I used to be, yeah. I'm getting <laughs> dumber now that I lost my job. <laughs> Wait, you can use my line now. I just play drums. Um, how fucking smart can I be? I can count to four, sometimes six. Oh, I have to cheat. Look. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. You forgot I had those, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Wait, this side and then this side. It's upside down. How do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so when did you move to Nashville? 
I moved six years ago. Is it okay? Last month, so June 2012. Okay, that question was for me personally because I don't remember. You yeah. know, I have a shitty memory, especially timeline memory. I, can I can't count remember six. Anything. Six years ago. Don't yeah. ask me next year. <laughs> High five in a microphone. That was yeah. good. <laughs> um, but are you digging it down there? Is it? I am, yeah. I um, when I moved down there, it was a lot more affordable. It was right after the market crashed, so I could afford more shit. Um, and, you know, I love you for that. I know. It's, it's um, yeah. It's it's been fun though. And you know, when I had my job, I quit that. Well, I I guess that I resigned. I had put 15 years in right. the weather service and. Damn, I didn't realize you had done that that long. Yeah, and I cool. was able to retire technically and get like I get a part of my pension, like a retirement plan, all this shit. So that's cool when I'm old, you know, that'll be nice. True. But <laughs> right now, like as soon as I left, that was a couple years ago now, a couple years this September. And, um, you know, since then I've just been doing music full time. So not okay. as full time as I'd like, but well, it's I, paying. You're doing things. it more full time than, than a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, you're doing I'm it trying. more full time <laughs> than me. So it's hard. <laughs> well, it is, but you are in uh, for those that don't know, even though most people know I don't do interview shit, there are some things I have to ask you yeah. uh, to clarify so people want to know who you are. I mean, yeah. I know who you are. You know. And that's, that's all the fucking We go way back. Because you a badass. <laughs> uh, you are in the Raylene Nelson band, and yes. you are also in a band called Taco Mouth. Yes. What is the difference between the two musically? Okay, so Raylene Nelson is, she's Willie Nelson's granddaughter, and it's... That doesn't suck. Right, it's, it doesn't <laughs> suck at all. <laughs> and she's got, you know, his roots and outlaw country in her. You know, that's what she plays. Gotcha. And then the band behind her, we play punk rock, rock and roll. So it's a weird conglomeration of this, like, outlaw country garage rock thing. Oh, that's kind of cool. So it's different. We don't really fit in it. To any genre, which is great, I think, because it's always a surprise when we play a bro country fest <laughs> or we play a punk rock club. Like, people just don't, you know, they don't get it. We opened for, like, Chase Rice a few weeks ago, and then we opened for The Descendants a couple months ago. So it's a weird gotcha. It's a weird, a weird well, it's, mix. It, the weird mix, though, sometimes can be good because mm-hmm. you can fit on more bills. We can, yeah. Yeah, so that, that part's cool. And I just joined them in September. Gotcha. Last September. And then Taco Mouth, is, it's, it's kind of an interesting story with that. Um, Erica Sellers is a songwriter for that. She is one of my best friends, and I met her here. We were in Catfight together here in Louisville. I, I've met her, right? You have met her, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, she, she, was was in in that, the, she was in the, that, that other band. The band we shall not name. I'm just kidding. We can <laughs> the talk band that won't be named. <laughs> no. um, she was in the Dead Dads, right? She was, okay. yeah. She I, was I remember a, meeting her. Because you made guitarist. it a point. Yeah, you made yeah. it a point to introduce me to her. Yeah, because she's, she's an incredible musician, great songwriter, great person. Uh, so we did this um, catfight stuff. Before the, I ever, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Too easy. Before I left Louisville. And it started really gaining some notoriety. Um, we are playing some big festivals, and um, a lot of people locally will know Megan Julia. She fronted that band for a while. Okay, gotcha. And uh, when I moved to Nashville, it was just kind of too hard to keep together. We were keeping that together for about a year after that, and then Erica moved to Nashville, too, and made the dead deads happen so gotcha 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 so we left the dead deads in october and started taco mouth just out of necessity we're like well we've always wanted to play music together we're going to keep doing that so. right well how did you get the raylene nelson gig uh <laughs> that's funny i went to see them play last summer and i was kind of getting itchy about leaving the dead deads anyways right um it didn't quite happen the way i wanted it to or it expected does. but it, it never does um i was yeah i just i wasn't girl happy. i got fired from uh, a who the fuck fires me right <laughs> let's just be arrogant about it who the fuck fires me right i got fired yeah i mean and it, and it happens but it does um you know, Eric and I can't talk about that, those details. <laughs> I, well, I don't, I, I'm yeah. not a, you've heard enough of my episodes. I don't give a shit about dishing dirty laundry. Yeah. I have no no interest in that. Right. I just wanted to get a small bit of your history for the listeners that don't, right. that aren't in the Louisville scene who don't know who you are. Yeah. And so I, they, they've got kind of a, a oh, okay, I, now I know who she is. Yeah. And I was still in the Dead Deads when I went to see Raylynn play mm-hmm. and... 
they were just so like just badass you know I was just like this is a rock and roll band this is fun everyone's having fun and I I didn't have fun last year I really missed having fun playing in a band so right and that is no disrespect to anyone that was just on me I just lost the will to play in that band so you lose the drive you lose the drive there's nothing yeah. you can do about it it is what it is yeah so actually Megan my then fiance approached Raylan and JB the guitarist and was like hey my future wife's a drummer. She could fill in for you all. Like she just introduced me through her. <laughs> I, I'd met them before, but um, truth comes out, kids. Yeah. That's why y'all got married. <laughs> she's my she's my pimp. <laughs> <laughs> that girl pimped me out. I need to marry her. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, kind of. Megan got me the job. So um, good job, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> so I filled in for them on one gig, and I don't think my old band really liked that. Right. And. That's just the Nashville way. I mean, people in Little Big Town, all these big bands, they have other gigs. It's just you you have to. You have to survive. Oh, and absolutely. So other I'll, gigs are the norm, and I was looking for other gigs to pass my time. Right. And to make some money. You know? Well, what I was going to say, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but people ask me all the time why I don't live to Nashville. And I tell them, I would have to be in 87 fucking bands to make any money. Yeah, it's hard. And I'm not 20. Yeah. I have responsibility <laughs> yeah. all that kind of shit yeah. that's the only thing that's ever kept me from going down there it has nothing to do with fear of whether I think I'm good enough or I'm, I'm not good it has nothing to do with that it's yeah. like I'm not playing in 87 bands to make money Right. I'm not 20 anymore yeah. and I don't have anything to fall back on yeah so and I so and I, the, the reason I told you that is because I get it I, I know exactly what you're talking about yeah and and the people that aren't in numerous bands, they're in one, they still can't make ends meet. So every mm-hmm. musician I know has a part-time job, you know? It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And for me, having had the 9 to 5, I'm okay with that. I'm okay being in a couple different projects, filling in sessions here and there, and then working for my wife here and there. I don't mind doing that. I'm not right. going to go do the weather thing anymore. You know, right. like, I've made my decision. I'm going to pursue music as best as I can. Right. So for me, you know, once I... You know, filled in for the Raylan, uh, for the Raylan Nelson band. I was like, oh, this is fun. I can I can do this once in a while around the Dead Deads. And we're like, okay, we should start a band. <laughs> so we started Taco Mouth, and that's more back to the catfight roots. It's like old school rock and roll. Erica's a big fan of like um, MC5, the Ramones, Runaways, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. And she's a big fan of the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. So like it's a weird mix of this old rock and pop hooks, dancey hooks. Right. This silly look on my face. I was going through my mental musical roll decks. I was yeah. like, oh, I know the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. How do I know? Okay, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so I think it's kind of a a mix like that. So we say it's like a Ramones and Yeah Yeah Yeahs mix, just to make it easy for people to kind of figure out. But it's just it's straight up rock and roll. It's punk. It's dance. It's it's nice. fun. And but you're but you're gigging with both bands, all right? I am, and that's creating issues, obviously, because it's hard to be in two bands, you know. It is. Didn't um, we just talk about this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the the difference now is that I'm in two bands that I've given heads up to. I'm like, hey, here's a drummer friend I know that can play the same shit just like I can, and they're good people. They'll fill in anytime. Right. And for both bands. Right. So I have a backup kind of for either band. Mm, you call me, did you? Well, well, you're in Louisville. So. Good, whatever. <laughs> you want to play tonight? Uh, no. <laughs> I am going to come watch you tonight. Yeah. Though. Well, we'll see. Maybe you'll play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to be that hooker and call me up on stage? I'll send you a song. Oh, shit. Learn this one. <laughs> I have one hour to learn this song. <laughs> So, um, but that's but that's cool though because you you've done it long enough and you've learned enough. And this is in no way derogatory. You've learned enough because when you came to me seven eight years ago, however long it was, you were greener than fucking grass. Yeah, you no were shit. a baby. You mm-hmm. were just getting started. But it's cool that you've you've come this far so fast. You're already going. All right, cool. Now I need backups for my backups. And here's what I can do. Here's what I can do. And if you don't like it, tough shit. Yeah, I dig that because I'm the same way up here. Everybody around Louisville knows that. People outside of Louisville don't know that. Yeah. But I'm the same way. I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm able to do. This is what I can't do. But this guy can do it when I can, if and when I can. Right. But you have to do it that way if you're going to work. Right. You, you don't have a choice. Yeah, and it's and it's business too. It's certainly not 
you know, uh, personal to either of the bands. It's just if one gig comes up with Ray Lynn and Taco Mouth has a gig already planned, well, I have to take the Taco Mouth one, even if the Ray Lynn gig's better, and vice versa. You right. Know? So, you go with what's on the books first. Right. And first come, first serve. It's always been that way. Yeah. And it and it's going to get hard, harder, I guess, the more Taco Mouth is, you know, kind of blossoming, I guess. So. Now, they're just – you guys um, – since you're both fans, I will call them Taco Mouth. Uh, <laughs> Taco Mouth's just doing stuff around Nashville, right? Or are they doing For stuff now. around the region as yeah, well? Yeah, regional stuff once in a while. But um, so we're working with Michael Wagner, who produced Master Puppets and Skid Row albums. Like all, you know, he's like the he's 80s a, hair band producer. Yeah, he's a really good producer. <laughs> and he's a really great person. And he loves Erica. And he and he's so great to us. And he's just a, our friend. He's a big fan of ours. So. He's got a lot of contacts, too, which he's helping us. You know, we got a new album coming out. Was I supposed to announce that yet? We have a new album coming out this fall <laughs> sometime. I can edit anything. Uh, yeah. Um, All right, uh, wait, pause. Here, we'll pause real quick. <laughs> Delete. Okay, editing is a beautiful thing. We just filled up our coffee, and she did a backflip. I landed on my face, and my we stepped hurts. on the cat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I am just kidding. Uh, I think I actually forgot to tell you guys. Um, I'm going to tell you a bunch of minutes in. We're I'm, we're actually not in my office. We mm-hmm. are in my old teaching studio. Your old teaching studio. Yeah. It's my current teaching studio. But you, yes, same room. Gonna, yeah, same room. Same room. Okay. Same room. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same room. It's the same room I first gave you lessons. And then I came to your house, and when you had the house in, yeah, I don't know, somewhere in a high, in downtown. It was on Louisville. Douglas. Yeah, you had a big ass basement. Yeah, big ass basement. Yeah, well, I gave you a few lessons there too. Yeah. yeah, you were like a sponge though. You were pretty cool. Okay, so anyway, we were talking about all the shit you were doing. Yeah, what were you talking about? Oh yeah, so. Um, Wait. What? So we're working for yeah, <laughs> drummers. <laughs> I just played drums. <laughs> One, two, four. <laughs> so we we're talking about Michael Wagner and Taco yes. Mouth. Yes, and yes, yes, yes. Once the How did you get hooked up with him? That's a curiosity question because that, that's – the reason I ask that, I've made a – because you, calling you out in a good way, you always give me shit for being horrible at self-promotion. You're terrible. <clears throat> I'm I beyond, love you, but I'm, you suck. I'm beyond terrible. I, I love you too, and you are right. <laughs> I do suck. It's because I don't want – I already am borderline douchey anyway because I'm kind of an asshole because I don't filter myself so people – think I'm an asshole so when I do the over self-promotion it comes off douchey and I haven't figured out how to marry the two and not cross that line mm. but what I was getting at is and you will always tell me I suck and that's fine um <laughs> I can play better than you oh douchey but true see <laughs> douchey no I'm just kidding um I actually have made a four minute clip of it's just audio but it's probably 12 maybe 15 snippets of songs that I'm playing on to kind of showcase what I'm doing. Good. Yeah, here's the problem. I don't know where to fucking send it. But the reason I ask about Michael Wagner is because he is actually literally, I'll give you two early and I'm done. He's literally on my, I have a list of producers I'm going to send my shit to to see if they could ever need anybody, if they would ever need it. Totally send it to him. But how do you, how did you come in contact with him? So when I was in the Dead Deads, we opened, um, we opened for like this local kind of rock show, similar to the big rock show here in Louisville. Right. Similar band. Um, actually, the band plays for Gene Simmons now. Oh, um, nice. So his backing band does this residency in Nashville. And uh, we opened for them one night, and he was there because, you know, he's a metalhead. And right. um, someone introduced me, a mutual friend, Brandy Goldsboro, introduced me to him. And he watched us play, and he and I stayed in contact because he thought I was okay. I didn't suck, so I was like, oh, good. He likes me. <laughs> You're way better than okay. So I just have to give you a hard time. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm old. Yes. Well. You're not. Are you? I'm old. How old are you? Well, I'm 43. Oh, Well, yeah, I've said it on the show a million oh, okay. times. okay. I'll be 39 in September. Yeah, but you still have the three in front of your <laughs> That's age. true. Fuck off. And I look good. Girl, you look good. Yeah, I'm a motherfucker. Anyway. <clears throat> I'm just Wait, kidding. Tradition but. on my show. Oh my god, you're so cute. Oh my god. <laughs> Stop it. Oh my god, you're so cute. Um, well, so, I and I also feel old because I left home at 13. Yeah. I've been doing this for a long fucking time. That'll age you. It will. 
But thankfully, I don't look my. I do no, today because I haven't shaved in a while. Oh, your skin's very clear. It's very well, nice. So, well, except for that one thing. <laughs> where Stacy punched me in the mouth. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, off, uh, off the record, you mean? Oh yes, no spouse abuse. I mean, never, no, no, no. Stacy would never hit me. It's not oh, abuse. She hits it's like not abuse Tyson. If you deserve it. I'm a good I'm sure you are. I'm sure you're just stupendous. Because you use stupendous, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, you guys stayed in contact. And yeah, and look, like I really wanted to build up my social media because I wanted to get more gigs, you know. I got it. Just All right, help I know. Me with I'm it. not trying to stare at you just and like, make you. Just help me with it. Okay. So I Hey guys, she's totally fucking staring. <laughs> she's like giving me the death stare. Seriously, it's not that hard. You just find someone who appreciates your work, who can do web work too, and then they put together a website for you. And then the the thing behind it though, I wanted to do it because all of our videos just never turned out great. Our live right. videos, I thought they were kind of they didn't I don't know. They just weren't great. So I went to Michael. I was like, can I record some drum videos at your studio? Right. And he was like, fuck yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm bored this month. Come on down. So nice. I got to record there and he was super gracious. And uh, just, he's a big kid in a candy store. He nice. just loves to work and he's so good at it and just really sweet. And so we've stayed in contact since then. And um, once... <sighs> It was actually last summer. He was he was bored. He was like, I got a month free. Do you have any – Dead does have anything going on? Like, do you all want to come in here and record some stuff? And I was like, well, I don't know if the Dead Dead's works. We're working with another producer, but Eric and I have some old catfight stuff we could record. So right. that's how Toggle kind of evolved. It wasn't supposed to be a band, but we hooked up with him last fall and re-recorded the catfight stuff. Nice. And then – yeah, but that's so. cool though that you how you built that relationship, and you and you you did the smart thing and you kept it going and kept in touch with him and all that shit. Yeah, and he got to see you play before you even talked to him. Right. Yeah. So and and he's just nice. Like I've learned, I've learned over the years to become a nicer person, and mm-hmm. and I've also learned to only surround myself with like nice people. Mm-hmm. It's taken a while to get there. <laughs> he's one of the dudes that I I know, you know right? I know <laughs> he's, yes and Steve O.C. at my worst too so oh yeah off the record oh yeah oh no that shit was on the record <laughs> I'm be glad none of us had phones around I know god um, but I've become much more humble actually and um, grounded and it was just it was kind of nice to to meet him and over the years just become his like we're good friends now and right he's been a big supporter i'm a huge supporter of him and it's it's just worked out to be a great relationship but you can easily send him shit because he always needs i think i mean he always has bands in and out of there so all right i'm sure we'll talk about that off the thing um but that's not why i brought that up the only reason i was telling you that is because on the record you'd at least be proud of me that i'm trying to do shit because I am proud. It's about damn time. Well, here here's the thing. <laughs> We're gonna turn this around on me for a minute because it's my fucking show and I can do that. I guess it was. It had to be at least a year and a half because I moved a year ago. So we'll call it a year and a half, maybe two years. Doesn't matter. Year and a half to be for the sake of argument. Murph, Ryan Murphy texted me and he said, "Check out this podcast. Fast forward to about twenty minutes in and enjoy." And I've been listening. Ryan and I both send each other podcasts all the time. We both have listened to podcasts forever. Yeah. And I've often thought about starting my own, but I had to get over the fact that I hate the sound of my own fucking voice. I'm used to it now. Obviously, I'm 31, 30 shows in. I'm yeah. fine with it. But anyway, he sent me this that text, and I, I was like, all right, cool. And I had never heard of it. And I'm, I'm like, okay, well, what? holy shit, that's Angie. Sweet. So I end up listening to the whole thing. I didn't fast forward it. And you called me out. It was the Working Drummer Podcast. Yeah, Matt Krause. <laughs> yeah. And I went, holy shit. And the first thing I said was, that little hooker just threw me under the bus. And then the second thing I said was, oh, that was very sweet. So on the record, thank you for always saying nice things about me. You've always said nice shit about me, and I appreciate it. Yeah. But that kind of lit a fire under my ass. And I went, all right, she's right. So 
I have a podcast that you are now on. Yeah. Partially your fault. I had already went wanting to do it, and then you just kind of, I was like, that little bitch. God <laughs> damn it. Fuck. I hate it when she's right. I call you out. I'm right you once in a while. You're right a lot. Um, so this is partially <laughs> your fault. So everybody that's mad at me, y'all can be mad at Angie. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's cool. The the cool part and the reason I bring it up is because it's it's awesome to watch you. The, the best word I can think of is work the system. You've worked it to your advantage. And you've used every tool at, at your disposal to your advantage. And you're fucking killing it. Well, you were in Texas two weeks ago, right? Uh, yeah. A week ago or <laughs> yeah. whatever the hell it was. And I, because obviously, yeah. obviously, I follow you and, and I keep up with what you're doing, and we message each other. I mean, we're not in contact all the time, but we message each we're other quite touch, regularly. Yeah. yeah. So I see what you're doing and all that stuff, and it's and it's cool. It's awesome to see you do that, and it's it's really cool to watch you, like I said, use the tools at your disposal to your benefit and get what you want and go after what you want. That's awesome. Yeah. That's where I suck as a human being because. Part of it, like I said, is coming off douchey. And the other part is, I'm 43, and I'm a guy. Y'all are douches at that age, right? Right. <laughs> I'm kidding. Fucking people kidding. at my day job call me pappy. Oh, God. Which it doesn't help that Stacy's daughter just had a child, so technically I am a grandpappy. Holy shit. Right. But you know how the industry is. Oh, my God. So it's like, where do I go and how do I do you know what I'm saying yeah but with at least with the podcast now I've I have this creative outlet I can just let get shit out Mm -hmm. and I can ramble and rant and bitch and a couple weeks ago I threw somebody under the bus like a motherfucker (laughs) and I don't even care I didn't apologize for it and I'm not going to yeah and it may be to my own detriment but the point I'm getting at is you said that you've kind of learned how to be a little bit more humble. Mm-hmm. I've always been super truthful. Yeah. But I think the super truthful has been a little bit to my detriment. You being a little bit more humble and working the system it, system has been to your betterment. And it's 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 awesome to watch the dynamic between us, you and I as friends, yeah. to see that and to go, well, bitch is killing it. Good for her. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I get, it's, it's cool to watch it. I get what you're saying, and, and I appreciate that. But it's funny that you said that because there's so many, there's so many of my friends that are like killing it. And I'm like, those motherfuckers, good for them, but I hate them. Oh, <laughs> you know? oh like, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm the same like way. A supportive jealousy. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> it is. But I'm okay admitting that because actually, like, I'm stoked for everybody like killing it. You know, dude, like, do your thing. I've got 13, yeah. 14 now, 14 students since I've been teaching. 14 that have gone on to go to music school, bigger music schools, and or land in big projects and tour. That's so awesome. They're all killing it. Yeah. And there's absolutely a smidge of jealousy there. I won't fucking deny it. But at the same time, there's a huge amount of pride because Mm -hmm. I had a hand in that. Yeah. Small hand, medium hand, or big hand, I had a hand in that. Right. So I'm taking all your credit for you. I was just going to say, like, some of the successes, <laughs> you know, thanks to you. <laughs> thanks for admitting it. I know that hurt. <laughs> but, ser- I mean, to to be honest and not to, like, inflate your ego, but the first time I saw you play was that. You've known me long enough. I actually don't have that much of an ego. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> Unless you test me, then I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll put you in your place. <laughs> right. I think I'm the same way. Like, I'm very humble, but. You know, if someone don't fuck with me, yeah, if someone pisses I won't me fuck off, with I, you. I'll step to that level. I'm not afraid. <laughs> hey guys, I've seen her pissed. Yeah, it's not pretty. I'm Italian. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> but I saw you play a hot for teacher, and that was the very first time I saw you play. And you were twirling your sticks in between every hit. And I'm like, first of all, I can't even play that. Second of all, I've never considered playing that song. And I can't even imagine twirling my sticks in between all those cymbal hits. Like I just can't. And I still can't. And I still can't play it. But what I am I have challenged myself to do is learn that song before the end of the year. Nice. And I'll I'll, I'll do it. I'm just, you know. Do you want to know the, the truth about that? Benji had to con me into playing that song. Yeah. I didn't want to play it. Yeah. It's like, nope, I'm not interested. And it wasn't that I couldn't. I had to do that song in AIM. Yeah. That was one of the songs that we had to do back then. And I kind of knew it before I went to AIM. But I just, there was something I was like, no, I don't I fucking hate that song. And I do. Don't send me hate mail. I don't want to fucking hear it. I love that song. I didn't say the song sucked. I just said I hate it. Yeah. And I think I, I probably hate it because I've heard it umpteen quadrillion yeah. times. After a while, I just don't want to hear it anymore. But yeah. he did. He had. He totally had to con me into it. Mm-hmm. So we had a we. 
he bribed me. I went up to him at, while you were playing. I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> no offense, man, you get out of the way. <laughs> I was just like, that dude's so awesome. And to this day, like, one of the drummers I saw when I was in junior high, I saw him in pet band in high school. Mm. He's one of my favorite drummers, and you're one of my favorite drummers just because I was thanks. so inspired. I'm just like, holy shit. I got to do that. I want to do that. I want to be that good. Well, and it's cool. It's cool for you that you can – and I don't know. Are you friends with the the first guy you were talking about? Uh, the sort first of, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. it's cool that you can be friends with him because the reason I say that is some of the early drummers that inspired me that weren't quote the famous people. Yeah, I have no fucking idea where they are, and yeah. I've tried to find them, and it's just I think part of it is because I move around so much. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've said it on the show a hundred times, and eventually people are going to send me hate mail for this. I've been in Louisville eleven years. I just passed eleven years. That's the longest I've lived anywhere in my life. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's, I'm always average four or five years, and I, I move somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it's hard for me to stay in touch with people. And But I can't find those people. Like, I've tried Google, so Facebook. Try, I've even fucking tried MySpace. I can't find any of them. Now, considering my memory sucks, I probably got their names wrong. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, you're probably not using Facebook correctly because here we are, again, at you sucking a social media. <laughs> Siri, find what's their nuts, and I bet it'd pop right up. <laughs> That's right. I'm changing your name in my phone to What's Her Snatch. There you go, shithead. Perfect. Damn it. You suck at social media. I know. I know. You know, like, there are... uh, That's one thing, like... uh, I love you, too. (laughs) I think that's one thing, like, that I've just learned to be good at. Like, I'm never going to be the best drummer, and I don't have to be. I'm okay with that. And I'm never going to be. But I'm really good. No, but good. you've kicked ass, and you've come a long fucking way. I've come a long way. Thank you. And you are a monster player now. Well, thank you. Um, but I'm I'm good at promoting what I can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a businesswoman first. Is the way I kind of look at it. Like, yep. this is my brand. This is what I can bring. I can. I'll help your numbers. I'll be able to help put you know people in the venue because I I've been everywhere through my other job. You know, I know a lot of people. Right. And that helps, too, but um, I'm kind of professional to a fault, maybe. It's a little annoying. Like, It, it depends. The last four or five years, well, probably six years, I've gone over to that business side. Mm-hmm. Because before that, it was just JPD. Just play drums. Don't fucking ask me shit. Yeah. I just want to come in, do my thing. I'm out. Yeah. See you later. And I need. I like that balance. I like that once in a while. <laughs> I, I like it once in a while too. I'm. I'm. Uh, I cannot talk about it, but I am involved in a project that that is all I do. It will or will not come out. I am not sure yet. It's fifty fifty shot. I don't make any decisions. I show up. I sit down. I play, and I'm like, we're done. Yeah. See y'all next week. It's amazing. But I kind of transitioned and started doing the business thing because I figured I've been around it long enough. I know how to do it. Yeah. I just have to start doing it. And I've been mm-hmm. successful at that. I mean, I've gotten some really, really good gigs for Gas Money and Willow Creek when I started doing it. Um, I mean, we, a couple of years ago, I booked Microsoft. Yeah. I went down and I know you saw the pictures from that. Yeah. I went down and we did Orlando. I mean, they took care of everything. We were down there for a week yeah. for Microsoft, the Microsoft. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. So I know how to do it now, but I'm still at that point where it's like, okay, how do I step over that line and be pushy without being pushy? Right. You've got it down to an art. At least from, from my vantage point, you do. Yeah. And, and, and that's a good thing. It's kind of where the difference in the two bands come from, too. Like, Ray Lynn, I'm in the band, but I don't, I'm not part of their business. Right. So I don't make UJPD. the decisions. Right. I show up, I do my job, have a great time, and then I You're leave. Out. Yeah. Um, and they're beautiful people. It's not the. It's not because I don't want to or they don't want me to. It's just the way it is, you know. It's the way it worked out. Yeah. And then in Taco Mouth, like I'm, I'm working on that a lot, like off the clock, just because right. I, that's going to be part of my business, and I'm going to be helping that grow, you know. Right. So it's a it's a very much different the two bands in that sense. Like one, I can just sit back and play, and the other, you know. I've got to stay in contact. I got to send emails and do I'm social just media for them. I'm going to start randomly texting you at three in the morning. <laughs> I'm on Facebook, bitch. <laughs> Look what I can do. <laughs> I'm so proud. <laughs> no, you're not. Don't lie to me. Um, so, how long total? And this question is for me personally because I legitimately don't know. Yeah. How long combined have you been playing? 
Because I was trying to think about this before we, mm. we hooked this up today, and I think yeah. you and I have known each other about nine years. Yeah. I was here a couple of years before I met you. Yeah, so I moved to Louisville in 2005, and I'd already started dinking around on the drums, but I didn't really get in. Wait, did you just say the word dinking? <laughs> I think I did. High five in the microphone. That was good. Carry on. Dinking. <laughs> I was tinkering. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was dicking around on my drum set. <laughs> but yeah, I was banging on stuff. Yeah. I mean, I was I was self-taught up until here and it showed. <laughs> but my very first like actual program in trying to play in a real band was the Weekend Warrior program here through Moms. Right. And Benji got me involved in that. So, I think that was 2006. So, I consider that really when I first started playing. Well, then maybe I hadn't been here for a couple of years when I met you because if you I, – I moved here. My first gig – I always have to go my first gig here. My first gig here was New Year's Eve 2007 mm-hmm. with Heaven Hill, and then I moved here in February of 2007. So I didn't officially live here until February of 2007, but I always remember the first gig I played up here. Yeah. Because I had been – I had been playing <laughs> – Go ahead. You Sorry. ass. That and I'm leaving. Um, I had been playing – or rehearsing with Heaven Hill for probably two months before we played our show. I was driving from Atlanta up That's here. That's right. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, So I guess we did meet right around the time I first moved up here. Yeah, that did happen because I remember Benji saying he just moved here from Atlanta. Yep. Okay, so, so then I have known here. you for 11 years. Or at least 10. Holy shit. Wow. It is, yeah. Well, We're old. Probably 11. We're, so I've been... I'm older than you. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> I guess I've been trying to play the drums for 12 legit years, but... Uh, but So I, you started you know, late then? I started in college. I had a. I always wanted to play the drums. And my uncle had a kit in his basement, and my family went up there, and I just sat down and played. And I was like in junior high or high school. Right. And I could play a beat, and I remember walking upstairs, and he was kind of like, um, that's weird that you can do that. I'm like, oh, I'm just playing. Because I heard, like, a pet band beat, and I wanted to replicate it. So right. I was just like, oh, maybe I can do this. That's cool. And I, I played flute all through junior high, high school and college. And I went to college for flute performance, which no is shit. pretty funny. Yeah, so I hadn't played flute for all those years. And then in college, I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to buy a drum, a drum set. So I bought... This one time at band camp. I waited I as long it. as I, I get could. It all the fucking time. I fucking waited. I couldn't help it. You know what I like to come back with is like, yeah, it did happen, but it didn't. <laughs> but I like to be like, yeah, so what? And so your what point if I is... I use my flute like that? <laughs> I'm kidding, Dad. It's just a joke. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> so... I used a flute like that once. Oh, God. I bet you did. <laughs> <gasps> Woman! Oh, oh yeah. So okay, I bought back to normalcy. I bought a Tama kit from a store in Fort Wayne and a Tama Rockstar kit. Rockstar? Yes. That was my first It's drum something kit. star because yeah, it's it Tama. Yeah, it's one of the stars, yeah. <laughs> bought that and then uh, moved to Springfield, Missouri after a couple of years left in college. Worked there. And then when I moved to Louisville, I had that kit still. Is that the blue one? It was silver. It was oh. silver. You and used then, to have a blue kit, right? I know you you have a blue one now, but didn't you have a blue one when I knew you back then, way back when? Uh, it's really irrelevant. I just popped in my head. No, it was like gunmetal. It was mm, gray. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That was pointless. Carry on. <laughs> no, it's fine. So I had a Tama kit from the beginning, and then when I moved to Louisville, Benji found me a, a Tama Rockstar kit. Gotcha. Bought it here at Mom's and used that until I had a... Bought a red sparkle Ludwig, which was really pretty. Oh my god, it sparkles! It was pretty, but I remember your sparkle rig. I played that rig. Yes. You had the eighteen-inch floor tom. Yes. You had a sixteen yeah. and an eighteen floor tom. Thir- yeah. It was 13, 16, 18, and a twenty-four inch kick. Mm-hmm. And because of you, I went out and bought an eighteen-inch floor tom. Yeah. I bought a. I bought a high five in a microphone. I bought a rig with an eighteen-inch floor tom, and I hated it. You know, I don't use mine. I have an eighteen-inch, and I don't bring it out. I, I hated it because I hit so hard. Mm-hmm that it was like another kick drum. Smaller yeah. drums for me are easier to control because I hit so hard. Yeah. And honestly, the, um, 
the the 18 inches no matter if it's ludwig tama whatever it is they come the they loosen up so quickly on yep. me and because they're so big and yeah. they just vibrate so much yeah because i had a when i had willow creek i did a, it was a 24 by 18 inch kick 13 16 18 mm-hmm. uh, 16 18 were floors and i loved it for two months yeah and then i started to hate it because i just could not control that 18 right it drove me nuts it's funny because I just recorded with Taco Mouth and I had the 18 inch in there. And I found like it's harder, <laughs> maybe because I'm getting older and I'm not used to getting all the way over here to the mm-hmm. right. I'm like, this feels so weird going all the way over here. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't want to play it. That fucking drum is so far away. <laughs> it's so far. <laughs> so if I ever have another like floor tom, I'm going to get a 14. <laughs> well, you've seen my pretty Gretsch kit. I have. That motherfucker is beautiful. It is pretty. And I like Gretsch almost as much as Tom. It is a Gretsch USA maple, USA custom maple, maple custom. Anyway, it's Gretsch's top of the line. But mm-hmm. my floor toms are 14, 16. Yeah. It's perfect. I need I to l- do that. I love it. I love it, love it. And I had a kit years ago that had a 14, 16 floor. And I love it. Because you're going, I hate two toms up. Can't stand it. I do. Yeah. I hate two racks. I want my ride. Exactly. Right there. Hmm, where'd you learn that from? I know. It is because of you. And I like it flat. And people give me shit about that in Nashville all the time. I'm just like, I don't, I don't Fuck have time to like play my cymbals way up here. I'm getting around the kit fast. I'm not playing. Well, they probably give you shit because if you have your ride there, you can't have two rack toms. And almost everybody in Nashville likes a standard five piece because that's what all the bars have. Yeah, they At do. least on Broadway. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen. What I was getting at is... When you have two floor toms, 14 and 16 fits perfectly because, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you sit a little bit far back like I do. I think that was another habit I you picked low up and, for me. Yeah. I used well, to, I, I sit stupid be, high, but yeah. I sit far back. Mm-hmm. And I think you sit a little bit far back, too. I did that for a while. I think I'm kind of right back where I well, started. Well, that throne you're sitting in right now, that's my normal height. It's high. I know. Yeah. It's, my knees are usually like... <laughs> yeah, but you sit about level, but you do sit kind of far back. And what I've noticed is when you sit kind of far back, a 14 and a 16, that 16 will stop right about your hip. Oh, At yeah. least for me. Mm-hmm. It stops right about my hip, so I'm not twisting. Right. It's the same thing. It's not just getting old. It's also conserving energy, but it's the same. I don't like to reach for anything. Yeah. And it's most of the people that have ever sat behind my rig, other than when they stop bitching about how high I sit, <laughs> they always come and they don't have to reach for anything. Right. It's yeah. like I have long monkey arms, so I could put my shit way out. Hashtag Ryan Murphy, your symbols are too fucking high. But I don't have to. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? So it's I always keep everything is super in reach as I can. Yeah. And that's what I like about the 14 and the 16 is I can get a 16 and it'll stop in my hip. Yeah. It's and very, it makes more cool. sense too if you're playing like faster stuff. You don't, I don't have time to go from the 18 all the way over to this crash when I'm doing a lot of hi-hat stuff. Like, yeah. Like I need to get back here fast. Yeah, and that 18 seems like it's a million it's miles away. <laughs> it's too far. So I'm going I'm to put it over on my left soon, see how that works. I do it. I did it. I did I've that for years. That. I might, try it. I might try that. Try it. I had a, um, uh, I'm going back probably 20 years. I had a, for the listener's perspective, most of your drums will start on your left, smallest size, and then they'll grow in size to your right. I reversed it. I had a 10 inch first, and then I had an 8 inch, so mm-hmm. I could have double toms, but still have my ride where I want it. Yeah. And then I had a 16 floor on my right and an 18 floor on my left. It was interesting. Yeah. I, I did that for about a year. Um, I ended up going back normal, mm-hmm. but it was fun to have the 18 on my left because it made me think different. Yeah. So if it's not that much of a pain in the ass for you to carry the extra drum around, try it. Yeah. It'll make you think really different. It's it's kind of cool. You'll you'll eventually probably get sick of it, yeah. just because after a while you're going, oh, fuck that drum. It's, it's, it's just stupid. It's gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> it's so pretty though. It's just. It's so pretty, but it's so big. It's so, that's what she said. Nope. Coffee. <laughs> that was good. That was coffee. All right, so that's a little bit of your history out of the way. I'm going to do a little bit of a different thing this week with you. Uh-oh. Oh, that was good. Thank you. I'm going to skip social media issues because you're just going to fucking throw me into the bus and tell me I suck at it. Yep. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yep. (laughs) So, let's move on to stories from the stage. Oh, man. You need another one? 
All right, so what do you got for me? I told you you had to give me two, so give me your favorite or your best, whichever way you want to word it, or your least favorite or your worst. Again, whichever way you want to word it. I don't care which order. Yeah. So my favorite, my favorite story from the stage just happened in January. Um, Meg and I got married, and we went on our honeymoon. But the second part of my honeymoon, or our honeymoon, was to go on Shiprock, that cruise. Mm-hmm. This is the part I was talking about earlier where I watch you and I cuss you out because you're doing so well, Karen. <laughs> and uh, I played on Shiprock before a couple years with the Dead Deads. And this time, my old manager brought me back on um, on board to play in the super group on there called the Stowaways. Right. And he pulls from different bands that are on there, and he just brings in a bunch of people like... Um, Bumblefoot from Guns N' Roses, uh, Corey, uh, Corey Glover from Living Color was on there. Um, nice. Just a bunch of badasses that, honestly, have no business being around. But it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take it. Like, I, Did you play with them? Yeah, I got to, nice. I got to play four songs with a bunch of different people. But the one that just, I almost peed my pants. The greatest moment I've... Like, I've always dreamed that I would play for Prince someday. Always. That was just a dream of mine. And I will someday when I'm dead. That's going to be fun. I don't know. You, you know about that, right? Yeah. Okay. All my listeners know I'm, I'm pointing at my purple circle. <laughs> the episode I talked about tattoos, I said purple circle about 87 times. Yeah. People were like, stop saying that shit. Stop like, no, it's that. funny. Purple circle. Carry on. Purple circle. <laughs> you said it way better than I did. Purple circle. <laughs> So I got to play. I was bugging my old manager about. It. I'm like, come on, like let's. We got to do a Prince song, you know. So we had a tribute set, and the year before I got to play. Um, let's let's go crazy, and that was fun. Right. But this year, I got to play Darling Nikki, nice. which is which version? Prince's version or the Foo Fighters version? Ooh. We were supposed to do the Foo Fighters version. You didn't but, think I knew about that, did you? <laughs> we were supposed to do the Foo Fighters version. We ended up doing Prince's version. Gotcha. And I got to play that with Corey Glover from Living Color, which is basically, if there's another Prince alive, it's probably him. It's pretty damn close. He's a monster. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just sitting back and I'm like, fuck, don't fuck this up. <laughs> I practiced that song for months. So <laughs> I, t- I don't mean. Fuck up. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. So I went in there thinking we're playing the Foo Fighters version, but at the end of the Prince version, the drummer's just playing double kick for about a minute and a half, if you listen carefully. So I heard that, I'm like, okay, probably not going to be able to do that, but I can do a version of that. So I did a mix. Like once, you know, he's going off at the end, Mm -hmm. I did a double kick for two bars, and then I go into a beat, and then I did double kick and a beat, and I was just like practicing that trying Going to get back close and forth. yeah right so when we were on board um he just he did this whole diatribe for us and he was like y'all are getting late tonight like just Corey glover talking to a microphone it's just like holy shit it's like honey it's everybody's wet dream come yeah. on yeah. so we're all i was just dying back there. i'm like i'm this is amazing and i'm playing with phil buckman from fuels playing bass nice. and some other guy. I don't know. I don't remember who it was. <gasps> I know. I suck. But we just, we got through the song, and I just, I couldn't believe it. I mean, he just fucking nailed it. And I, I, that was one of the greatest moments of my life. Very cool. And it was exciting, and no one probably appreciated that as much as I did. You right. Know? No, I get it. Um, and that was, that was probably one of the best moments. And you, you were know? on your honeymoon. And I was on my honeymoon. So not only did you do all that stuff, you probably got some... Quiet time too, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, we, you know, I was sore the next day. <laughs> next days, next week. <laughs> okay, that's the only. Don't they call it semen legs? No, sea legs. No, oh, sea legs. Yes. Wait. What? Edit. Don't edit that. <laughs> Didn't plan on it. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's really cool. I remember you. Um, I think you posted some pictures of that. Or somebody posted them for you. I remember seeing some pictures, and then you said something about Corey Glover on the playing on Shiprock, and I was like, "Fucking bitch!" Yeah. Yes, but fuck you. I know. It's no, just I get it. It's insane. awesome. No, it's cool. It's really, really cool. And I've I've gotten to do a lot of lucky shit, and I've 
you know. Because you bust I'm your ass. I'm very lucky, but that was just one of the most killer moments. Well, you've know. also worked your ass off. Do not sell yourself short. I work hard. You do. I work. You do. I put in my lazy time. I'm pretty good at being lazy. <laughs> <laughs> you need a balance. Well, well, when you first came to me, you were fucking great at not doing your homework. I know. You hated it. I hate. I still hate practicing. <laughs> fucking hate it. Well, now, like, I'm, I'm bad. Okay, so. I'll give, you, I'll give you a secret. I've been playing 30 years, and I fucking hate practice. Yeah. Can't stand it. I'll practice songs. Don't like, get, I'll get learn me wrong. My I do it. Sh- yeah. I'll learn my stuff for shows, but as far as doing, like, what I need to be doing, like, rudiments to get better, I don't know. Oh, yeah. At this point, I'm sorry. I can't play whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever role I need to play. I'm never going to be that drummer. I'm just not going to be that person. <laughs> But I'll learn your damn song. <laughs> I love you for that. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. All right, what was your worst show or your least favorite? Um, there's so many. Probably one of the worst shows <laughs> was this place. It's in, it's in a small town in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave it at that. And one of our first shows when I was in the Dead Deads, we walked in, carrying our gear, setting up, and the sound guy, the owner, no one understood that we were the band. You know, they were just like, "Why are the Why is the band making you all carry their shit?" And we're just like, "We're the band. <laughs> you booked us." <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, and it just it sounded like shit. Like it just they went just, downhill from there, didn't it? <laughs> I mean that place just sucks i hate playing there and it's just one of those places where and i don't think they meant anything bad by it honestly they were just like ignorant as fuck and it's just one of those shows where you're like you hate everybody and you're trying to get through but you can't hear anyone because the monitor guy sucks and <laughs> they're not buying your alcohol so you're not drinking and it's just like get me out of here it was just it wasn't it's not good, but it's funny walking into places like that, being a female. You know. Oh, like, I can imagine. I Actually, no, I can't imagine. No, I can't imagine. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't bother me too much anymore because I, I'm very comfortable in my setting. You know, right. I can do what I can do, and usually people, you know, eat their words later. And and you're gonna go whip some ass. <laughs> right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do my best, and it's. It's not that bad anymore, but. There's a lot. Of, there's been a lot of shows where we've just showed up and people are just complete dicks, and oh, yeah. it's like, what? Why are you being mean? Like, just don't listen to music. Don't go pee. Go get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> like, go away. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah. With that shit. Um, I've talked about it before. Uh, I did a, a solo show, and one of the things I was ranting on was elitist music snobs. Mm-hmm. Granted, most of them are online because they're keyboard warriors exactly. and they can be. Everything sucks and this sucks and this. I don't think anything sucks. I will tell you straight up, I don't fucking like it. Kick me in the ding ding. Don't make <laughs> me listen to it. Yeah. But I'm not going to say it sucks because somebody somewhere digs it. You right. know what I mean? But what I'm getting at is I've never understood if it's that kind of, in your case, where there's people there and they don't like you. Don't be an asshole. Split. Yeah. Right. I will leave a bar in a fucking heartbeat if I don't like the band. Yeah. Good for them. They're up there playing. Have fun. I'm out. I'm going home or I'm going somewhere else. I've never understood the whole let's make a big deal out of it. I know. It's it's not your thing. It's not your thing. It's so, yeah. And it's funny. It's like the whole argument with Rush. I fucking hate Rush. I don't like their music. I can appreciate them as players. They're great players. I I can't listen to their music. It doesn't do anything for me. Not literally, but we're about to make out. I, <laughs> I know. Because I agree. Oh, Double high five. Wee! Yes. <laughs> no, I say, I've said that on a bunch of episodes. And you know my drummer friends, they give me shit because yeah. I don't like Neil Peart. I don't like John Bonham. They don't suck. Phenomenal drummers. I'll never be as good as them. Yeah. But I don't like either one of them. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. Especially Rush. Like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a Bonham <laughs> fan, but Rush, like, it's not listenable. It's not it's not music to my ears, you know. Right. I like dance beats. I want to move. And I feel like that's where what I can bring to the table. Mm. I make people enjoy themselves at a show. And if you don't enjoy it, then just fucking leave. It's I, fine. I you know? agree. Just fucking beat it. 
Yeah. There's no point in staying there and ridiculing people. Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, the ones that are on the floor ridiculing the people that are on stage, the ones on the floor, they can't do anything any fucking way. Right. They're so like artists that never did anything. <laughs> or they're not even artists. Yeah. They don't even do anything. Mm -hmm. So their argument is invalid. Exactly. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> so let's move on to what are you listening to? Ooh. All right, so what are you jamming on? And it can be a podcast, but I'm going to assume you're probably going to be using um, So what are you jamming on? What's got your little ear balls all happy right You know, I've been listening to a lot of older stuff. Um, so I've been going back to, like, Mute Math. Um, not, it's not even that old, but, like, uh, I've been it's listening. Old-ish. Yeah. I've been listening to their... Uh, older records lately. Of course, for the ADD generation, anything that's a month old is old. Right, yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> Carry on. Sorry. I just had um, to throw some hate out there. It's true, though. Yeah, <laughs> it is true. Everyone needs constant stimulation. Oh, yeah. Rain your ADD and come on, let's go. Yeah. And sometimes. So like, hurry up, Angie. Get to the end. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Interrupting cow. <laughs> Sorry. And it's hard to, it's, it is hard to listen to new music because honestly, a lot of it just doesn't do anything for me. But right. it could be I'm just not listening to the right shit. I am getting into Janelle Monet. Who's that? Um, she's, she's actually an actress. She was in um, Hidden Figures um, and another movie. She's a great actress, but she's kind of an R&B, funk, rapper, singer, artist. Gotcha. Um, and she's, it's like if Janet Jackson and Prince had a baby. She's the offspring. Nice. And I just saw her a couple weeks ago, and she's fucking awesome. I mean, just... Blow your mind live. I mean, it's a show. Like, nice. that's what I'm missing out of music is a real live show. Right. No tracks. I mean, I'm sure she did some R&B and rap. There's some background shit in there. But as far as her singing, her rapping, and it's, a spectacle, like, it right. was a great show. Nice. I'll have to check her out. Yeah, What's her name awesome. again? Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. Cool. And I miss, like, just being blown away like that, you know? So I'm... I'm listening to a lot of her shit because I like how political she is too. So I'm kind of getting into like more political music because of the times, you know. Well, you can just pause that shit right there. Three rules on my show: no politics, no sports, and no religion. Perfect. <laughs> but if you're into that, that's cool, and I and I respect yeah. it and I appreciate it. Um, I mean, the times are a little fucked up right now, but it's it's interesting to me that you're going that direction because I'm going the other direction. And I only know this because you're my friend and you haven't heard the episode, but I went on a, re on a, a, a good rant about Keith Urban on one of my episodes. Mm. I am such a fucking huge Keith Urban fan right now. Yeah. And I just got done listening to his new record, Graffiti You. Have you heard it? Mm-mm. <gasps> Have you heard the ripcord, the one before that? No. Slacker! Oh my God, well, it's so good. It's also Keith Urban. Well, here's the thing. I've turned a couple people on to those two records, especially Ripcord, and they both have texted me the same thing. If that's country, I'll kick your, kiss your ass. Okay. He's going so pop right now. Like, he's got Pitbull on one of his tracks on Ripcord. That's so weird. It, dude, it's but fucking phenomenal. And his new record is good. I'll give it a listen because he's a fantastic guitarist. Oh, he's I mean, stupid he's, good. Yeah, so I'm, I can appreciate that. I'll listen to that all day. Right. I say huh. check out those two records, especially okay. Ripcord. That record's awesome. But I didn't mean to steal your thunder. What no, else are you no, jamming no, 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 no. on? I, I just thought that. it was interesting. You're going that way where you would think I – because I normally go kind of that way too, and now I'm going the other way. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to go over here for a little while. Yeah. And I think it's because I've been listening to the same shit for ever in mm -hmm. a fucking day in my – what is it, catalog? Whatever. My listening span is fucking huge. Yeah. So I'm starting to get a little bored. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, and then I saw Keith Urban live a few years ago and blew me away. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable show. Unbelievable yeah. fucking show. So that's how I got into him. Anyway, back to you. No, what else I, you I will. No, I will. I will check that out because I can appreciate a good showman. I know he's a great guitarist. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of my friends play in these bands, you know. My drummer friend plays for Big and Rich or plays for Brad Paisley. So I need to listen to their music more just to be a good friend, I think. But it'll also kind of broaden my horizon. I have been listening to some Loretta Lynn. I mean, I'm going, like, back. You're going just old stuff school. I've never listened to before, though. So right. it's new to me. 
Um, so I've been listening to that. I actually, Erica turned me on to MC5, so I've been listening to their old stuff. Well, they're old. I've been listening to their stuff. They're really old. Y'all can Google that. Yeah. We're not they're even going to tell you who they are. We are opening for them, though, in Nashville. Shut the fuck for up. For their 50th. <laughs> no shit. Year. Yeah, I don't know how we got that, but. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. That's going to be badass. That's going to be so fucking awesome. That's going to be a huge fucking crap. I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Um, so I've been listening to like more old stuff like that. It, it's good to go back. Let me rephrase that. For me, I think it's good to go back every now and then. Yeah. I uh, a few months ago, and I talked about this on a previous episode, so I'm not going to get into it now. But a few months ago, I put on a '90s country channel, and for eight hours, I listened mm. to '90s country. Probably 80% of that shit I'd never heard in my life. Yeah. And probably 50% of what I heard I didn't like. But it was cool because I got to listen to a lot of shit I've never heard before. Yeah. Now, I have since then, I've done, uh, I did 80s country. I did 90s hip hop. That one hurt a little bit. Because um, it's all pretty much the same shit. It's they were all awesome. kind of sample. I know, but they were all kind of sampling from the same pool. Yeah. Because in Gas Money, I do a lot of 90s hip hop. Or mm-hmm. we, the band does a lot of 90s hip hop covers. So it's not that I don't like that stuff, but it's when you listen to it, it just at random. Yeah. You start to go, oh, they're all pulling from the same fucking well. Mm-hmm. It's all the same shit. Yeah. Oh, they're just either speeding it up, slowing it down, or using a different key. Right. So that, it, that started to annoy me a little bit. But the, what I'm getting at is I've done that a few times since I talked about the 90s country thing. Um, and last week, I was at work, and I put on 70s, just 70s music. I forget what the actual channel was called because I use Rhapsody. I don't know if you use Spotify or iTunes or whatever Yeah, you Spotify use. usually. Um, but I use Rhapsody because I've had it for literally 20 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had that subscription forever. But they have all these channels, and I build all these channels. and shit. It's the it's the predecessor to everything else now yeah yeah that kind of like the spotify's and all that stuff but they have all these different channels and you can go to a decade and then you can pick subgenres in the decades that's cool yeah it's really cool so i just hit last week i just hit 70s and i don't remember what i hit i probably hit hits more mm-hmm. than likely so that was cool but it was kind of the same thing it was probably half of what i heard i'd never heard before i'm like how did i miss this fucking song yeah it was really cool i like so, doing that once in a while i just Actually, when I do it is when we're on the road. Right. So I've got hours to kill. I'm yeah, like, you've got a lot of downtime. Who should time. I listen to? <laughs> yeah, that's when I get most of my like listening should to. listen to the Barstar podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good plug. See? You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> I'm going to share the shit out of this. <laughs> Please do. I will. <laughs> I'm sorry I haven't yet, actually. That's stupid of me. Yeah, you suck. I'm a bad friend. No, you're not. You're a a successful, busy woman. I'm busy. Yeah. That's a good thing. I just had to throw in at least one you suck because that's all I had. Yeah. You gave me me something. I walked in the door. Yes. You're right. Well, that's it, kids. That's the show for the week. I, uh... I want to thank you so much for coming to hang out with oh, me. Oh, pleasure is all yours. And I'll see you again in a couple. <laughs> it is all mine. I don't know, girl. I gotta say, for an old man, I look pretty goddamn good today. <laughs> I look pretty good today. It's all you're, Just saying. you're aging very well. Um, fuck you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shithead. Um, thank no, you for I'm, having me. Seriously. No, it, it, was it was awesome. We've been trying to hook this up, and yeah. you are actually going to play the Bourbon Hall with. Yes. Soon. Yes, very soon. And I will see you up there. Uh, yeah. So this is, obviously, it is July 21st. And this will post this coming Thursday. So Y'all I'm, come out four days ago. I days may, ago. <laughs> <laughs> y'all come out five days ago and hang out. Uh, <laughs> I may or may not put an addendum at the end of this and tell everybody how the show was. Oh, fuck. We'll see tomorrow how I feel when I edit this. Don't suck, don't suck, don't suck. Yeah, don't suck. <laughs> Angie. All right. Hey, guys. Interrupting Cal, as Angie called me. That's me. I'm interrupting myself. I'm interrupting both of us. So technically, there's no technically. I'm having a conversation with me. Anyway, I did go to the Bourbon Hall. It was a fantastic show. Angie kicked ass just like I knew she would. I'm dumb because the entire episode I was calling her 
Raylene and it's actually Raylin. So I apologize. I'm dumb fucking tattooed white trash. What do I know? Band was great. Guitar player, bass player, Raylin. She played a mandolin the whole time. Angie, of course, killed it on drums. Really good band. If you get a chance, go check them out. It's, they're just a lot of fun. They do a lot of punk stuff, a lot of outlaw country stuff that they've kind of sped up a little bit. Just really, really good band. A lot of fun. High energy. They kicked its ass. As far as the Bourbon Hall, I really like the remodel. I really like what they've done in that place. It was awesome. The stage is in the same spot, but they actually made it deeper. They pulled it out a little bit. I always thought that stage was cool, but it was too narrow. It wasn't deep enough. So that was cool. They've got some cool lighting, a couple VIP sections, uh, two bars. And, of course, my favorite thing was this rat rod truck in the middle of the bar that was actually a beer truck. But it was so cool. And I've seen that truck at a couple car shows. That was kind of awesome. So anyway, I did go see them. They were fantastic. Angie kicked ass as always. The, the band kicks ass. So check them out if you haven't seen them. Check out the single. Check out the YouTube video. Do all that kind of stuff. And uh, now back to whatever the fuck Angie and I were talking about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you so much for coming out and for hanging with me. Um, plug all your shit. What do you got coming up? All right. So I'm in the Raylan Nelson band. We have a new song and video out called Mama Cry. You can find it Pretty on your typical everywhere. things. iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. YouTube. Um, I'm in a band called Taco Mouth, and we have a new album coming out this fall. A date coming later. But you can find us at Taco Mouth Band on the social medias and tacomouth.com and then i got my own shit on angelalisi.com but it just goes to all the other shit anyway so mm-hmm. whatever yeah so you know i'm just drumming here and there <laughs> <laughs> just do my thing uh awesome i hope you guys enjoyed this week's show and i enjoyed hanging out with miss i will always call you angie i don't care yeah. I enjoyed hanging out with Miss Angie. She, we've always been, we've been tight. We've been friends. She yeah. learned a lot from me, and then she likes to give me shit about everything because you I'm old and I suck. She learned a lot of shit from me. Oh, yeah, I did. All them posts. All them spins. <laughs> how to position a 16-inch floor. Talk it all that from you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sharing. Oh, my God. Uh, make sure you check out. I will put all her stuff in the description of the show, so make sure you check Angie's stuff out. And we are out of here where I'm going to watch her play drums. She's going to go play drums. And as I say at the end of every episode, go do some shit. Angie, tell them, go do some shit. Go do some shit. <laughs> I like the uptick. That was shit. Shit. Go do shit. <laughs> oh, good. You're awesome. Last high five in the microphone. Thank you for having me. So until next time, I will talk at you soon.